This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi everyone, this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United, and you are listening to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs. My name is Toby Show Silva. My name is Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy. Hello. Hey, there we go, we're in. Hola. Hola. Amigo. Hola. Hola for Will. Yeah, not too bad. How are you? You all right? Hola, Max. How much? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, not too bad. Uh, Liam, you've got your third episode of your podcast out this week. Uh, do you want to tell people like who that guest was? And uh, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, mate. Well done. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, Simon Entwistle, uh, tour guide. And, uh, and, and ghost expert, you know, that, that's that, that's how I refer to him anyways. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a Carlisle fan, that's how I know him. And uh, yeah, he agreed to come on, on my channel and um, talk about his work and talk about some, uh, some ghost goings on, you know, for, for the believers out there. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good episode, in my opinion. I mean, did you finish yeah. the episode of Believer? Or were you just like... Mm. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not one to... Uh, indulge in that kind of thing but you know it's nice it's 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 fun to believe and it's fun to imagine isn't it i think stories are nice stories are nice. stories are great yeah and, he, and he's a very good storyteller is simon that's why i thought it would be a very good uh guest to have on no he really was he was he was and uh, i mean a lot of people out there you know they probably have already noticed and, and if they listened last week they probably already know that we're without somebody but uh lads i'll kick things off properly and i'll introduce everybody uh okay Oh, matters. How's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army podcast. This is, of course, episode 131. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by two thirds of the Cumbrian Brain Trust. That's right. I'm talking. About Max and Liam. Welcome back, boys. Great to be back. Thank you very much. The screen's feeling a bit. Uh, the screen's feeling a bit. You know, like we're a bit closer together. It's a bit weird. You know? I'm not <laughs> used to the, the Zoom call looking like this. Um, but no, it's good. It's really good. Obviously, that Will gets to go on holiday. Max, you're actually going on holiday next week as well. But 
you're still going to try and participate in the podcast. Yeah. Big commitment. No excuses there. from me. No excuses from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we'll get to see what your backdrop is next week. We'll learn. We'll learn where you're on holiday. Some Maybe palm we'll... trees, hopefully. I mean, hopefully that'd be nice. To see. <laughs> It'd be nice to see a bit of winter sun for Max, but it's not going to interfere with his club duties here on, on the Blue Army podcast, <laughs> uh, lads. It's right at the start of the show. We're already laughing. We're already having a good time, but we've got traditions around here and that can only mean it's time for one thing and one thing only it's time for the blue army podcast joke of the week i think he's trying to it's the blue army podcast joke of the week Right, this this has got the potential to I don't know I could flummox the whole delivery. It's a flummox. We'll that's a good word. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Flummox... All good jokes come with disclaimers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try not to explain it afterwards as well. <laughs> Give it the old <laughs> shit joke sandwich. Um, but here we go. Here we go. It was revealed in a survey this week that more than half of the UK uses free bed sheets. I know it's not really a joke. It's more of a blanket statement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> get in, get in, lads, get in. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Right, Liam, you're flying solo this week, but it is the part of the show where we all get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the league? One roundup with just Liam this week. Go ahead, mate. I know it's it's lonely times here at the uh, League One roundup studios, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Look, uh, you know, there's some big news coming out of League One this week that um, came out just after we recorded the last episode. So it was a shame we we couldn't mention it last week, but it does give me something to talk about this week <laughs> in an otherwise quite dull. Uh, seven days. Um, and that is that Lincoln City, currently sitting in 12th, have uh, recently sacked their manager, um, which is uh, Mark Kennedy and assistant head coach Danny Butterfield leaving the Imps. Huh? Uh, first team coach Tom Shaw will take charge of the first of the first few games while they look for another manager. And uh, Tom Shaw has started things off to his short term managerial career with a uh, with a 1-0 win over Fleetwood, it was a very uh, not convincing victory. It was a 1-0 win, which, I mean, it's rich coming from us as Carlisle fans, but, you know, you'd expect Lincoln to do better than that against a team like Fleetwood mm. with a 1-0 win and a, a six-minute winner as well um, in a game that, you know, Fleetwood had more possession, uh, they had more shots. You know, Fleetwood probably feel a little bit aggrieved not to have got something from it. Um, and it just shows that, you know, despite a, a victory, Lincoln's bad form is continuing over into their new career, uh, into their new boss's career. And it'll be interesting to see who they uh, get in as the next manager, because, you know, as it stands, it's still Tom Shaw there. Will he get the, you know, first day manager's job full time or maybe till the end of the season? I, I don't think so, but it'll be interesting to see what comes out of Lincoln in the next couple of weeks, because I think they are looking to replace him very quickly. Where were Lincoln like um, tipping themselves to get to in the league? Well, Lincoln fans still a bit early to be sacking managers. I think. 
Yeah, especially with them like nowhere near the relegation zone. I think their expectations was playoffs, um, really? which they 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 got they gotten into I think a couple of seasons ago, and I think they were very close last season as well. Like, I think Lincoln have aspirations of being a lot higher than twelfth, and 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 you look at their form, uh, you know their last win before this in the league was against bottom of the league Cheltenham, who you'd back everyone to beat. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know and then before you know you, you look at their games and before that the last point they got was against us so you know it, it went a one one draw with Carlisle a two nil loss to Derby a two one loss to Portsmouth um, a one nil loss to West Ham in the League Cup then they beat Cheltenham then they lost to Peterborough lost to Burton beat Fleetwood so you know the teams they're beating and getting points against aren't exactly the best teams in the league they they were in bad form after quite a good start to the season but. I think I agree with Max. It's 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 just a very very soon to be sacking a manager, especially when you're what, you know you know you you're a couple of wins out of the playoffs as it stands. You know they're on 18 points. You know Stevenage in sixth are on 22. That they're they're four points off them playoff positions. It's not insurmountable. It's couple, yeah, it's a couple of games, isn't it? Six points. Yeah, and there, it, but... yeah, it seems very reactionary for me, and it, and it, it you know it's another example of how managers you know, they don't get given time, and it's a job that I, you know you. Then, then you're not guaranteed a place in this division if if you don't keep winning games. It might, I mean, like you know, it might be one of those things where he's lost the dressing room a bit, and you know, if if you keep you keep having these rumblings around the squad and things like that, you're just gonna get binned off that bit faster, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and 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 it, it's a shame because it, there was mixed re- reactions from Lincoln City fans about this uh, sacking, and you know, it seems to be that. More seconds come after the fans have turned on the manager, and I don't think that was the the case in Lincoln. Yeah, definitely a weird one. Um, I haven't seen any any um, sort of reviews from Lincoln fans. To be fair, so I'm not really sure what they think about it. Yeah, but that that about rounds up the uh, League One roundup. Um, you know, flying solo this week, Wills. I hope I've done you proud if you're listening. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, beautiful. a short but sweet segment this week. Short but sweet, short but sweet. But we always, always, consistently get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the League One roundup. We're just Liam this week. Um, I just wanted to say, though, like, I, I wasn't sure what to do, the singing first or, like, contribute towards uh, your segment. <laughs> but basically, um, Wigan won, Northampton lost. Now, the whole bottom four at the moment, with three points outside of it, we need to start seeing other teams, well, or we need to start overtaking certain teams or, or watching teams sort of drop down. Do you... Do you think that like now Wigan seem to be maybe potentially getting back into form? They're going to quite easily crawl out of that sort of relegation area and hopefully someone like a Northampton or, or a Cambridge has got the potential to drop down there because we have got Cambridge coming up, haven't we? Yeah, for me, I never really expected Wigan to go, go down at the end of the season. Hmm. Um, I think obviously they've had a points deduction and stuff, but yeah, I, I was always kind of expecting them to leapfrog us at some point. Um yeah, not relegation candidates for me. It will be your likes of, you know, Cambridge. They obviously only just survived last year, so they'll they'll probably be sort of number one candidates for for dropping down there as as time goes on. Those are where those vital wins are definitely against those sort of clubs, the Cambridges and the and the Northamptons. Like they're 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 really big games. 
for us. And the big one is coming up. Liam, have you got anything you want to say about that? No, I just, I just, I just don't think we can all be anywhere near it come the end of the season. And um, at the minute, it's us that drops down in the relegation zone instead of them. And it, and it is worrying, especially with them having two games in hand on us. Um, admittedly, the next game is against Oxford and now it's against Burton. So, you know, there there is a very realistic world where we go another three points ahead of them in that regard. We, you know, not that we're in fantastic form, but, you know, Oxford second in the league, you'd expect them to beat Wigan and, and keep us out of the relegation zone for at least another week, hopefully bringing in the opportunity for Northampton and Cambridge and, and, and Bristol Rovers that are pushed to, to almost fall down towards that bottom end of the table to sort of drag them into it along with us. Because the more clubs in the relegation battle, the better. Because, you know, obviously more clubs that can be there instead of us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's still potential for plenty more teams above there to, to get dragged down into this as well. We're, you know, we're just right in the middle of that sandwich at the moment. It's a it's a knife edge of a season. We're on the knife edge. And we're either, <laughs> you know, it's one of those. Uh, but uh, lads, it's the one time where I just couldn't think of a rhyme. It's time for uh, Max's Million Pound Idea. Take it away, Max. What have you got for us this week? Yeah, so this week it's something we've um, talked about sort of off camera early early on today, and it was um, to have like a training, a, a preseason training camp in Florida, um, <laughs> around Jacksonville. Yeah, um, with the obviously the new owners coming in. Um, I think the the daughter Janice mentioned something in the um, the meeting they had with the supporters club, and she was saying about how she wants to sort of bring. Carl United, the brand, uh, over, over to America. So that's something like that. Organizing maybe, you know, th- three or four weeks or whatever uh, in preseason over in the states. It would be would be like really, firstly mental, but um, and amazing <laughs> to amazing to go to as a as a fan. I'll definitely try and do that. But yeah, a, a good opportunity sort of commercially as well. There's there's a lot of positives to it. I think potentially. It's a shame that like they don't have an an American team basically like somewhere over there that we could set up a connection with as well and just sort of, yeah like, have, like have another that. another football team yeah yeah so like their fans would come over to us and we could we our fans would go over to them at certain points yeah. it'd just be like you know it just that'd be that kind of good vibe I guess um, that'd be interesting yeah that'd be really yeah. fun but obviously you know I mean who knows who knows who knows maybe in the future they might get some like second division MLS team or something I don't know we can set up a connection um, <laughs> but we've all I've whenever I've had uh, like an ex-player who was around during the IB for tournaments I always have to ask them about the IB for tournament and like it's 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 the last opportunity that Cali United fans have really had to go away and enjoy themselves yeah. with the Blues um, so I mean Florida it sounds quite, like yeah, it's it's quite far, isn't it, to go yeah. to to watch them? Yeah, to get the fans out there. But it'd be fun, like they they could run, they could run like competitions, I suppose. You know, you could put like a family yeah. holiday, Disneyland for two weeks, kind of thing. Buy a raffle ticket for a tenner, like that'd pay for a whole. Yeah. So it'd be like northern competitions or something. Like the people, <laughs> there'd be loads of people that are going for that. Like they'd make yeah, that'd be quality. That. Um, but yeah, for the average fan to get over to to get over to Florida and stay in Florida to be able to watch Carlisle United, a lot of people would do it. A lot of people would do it. Yeah. But I think a lot more people would do it if it was um, south of Spain. <laughs> yeah, if it was somewhere <laughs> in Europe, you know, definitely. 
Yeah, something like yeah. that. Or even Bulgaria, like somewhere where the pints are cheap, you know, Bulgaria or something. Bulgaria. Just <laughs> <laughs> a random show. This, this Cali United tour has been sponsored by Prague Czech Lager. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be great. That'd be great. But no, I mean, I'd love that, that little bit of extra dimension to pre-season. Uh, it'd make it that, like, it gives you that option as a fan to sort of, like, you know, you could book your holiday for for anyone that's like eighteen to thirty and single and got a bunch of Carla United mates. That'd be a sick boys' holiday. That'd be unreal, that. yeah. Unreal. That'd be so good, and they 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 do great out of it. They they really would. They do great out of it, and like those lads that take away those memories forever. And I'm talking about the players as well, because at that level, you don't often get to do that kind of thing. So, uh, if you can find well, a way for it to yeah. yourself. But it is a million dollar idea, I suppose. <laughs> it is probably a bit more, yeah. <laughs> Just try to sort of think of the possibilities in the future. It is, it is an exciting time at the minute, obviously, being being a Carlisle fan. I'm getting a bit nervous, though, um, sort of the longer it goes on without happening. But, you know, hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll be all right. I think they said it was meant to happen between like the 14th and the 20th. That's what they were aiming for. So obviously we've gone over that now. So, mm. But I hope, there's, I hope it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's been a little bit of news, but we'll dive into the news. But, uh, I mean, is that everything, Max, at the one? Yeah, yeah, that's it, thanks. Awesome. It's just the one time I couldn't think of a rhyme. It's Max's Million Pound I Do. Don't forget, guys, you can send in your million dollar or million bar or million pound ideas. <laughs> uh, you can do it to the Instagram pages that are in the link in the descriptions below, uh, if I remember to put them in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully they'll be in there this time. Uh, but yeah, uh, just comment section it up, you know, let us know uh, what your million dollar idea is and Max might read it out on the podcast. Anyway, lads, we're going to dive into some more Carlisle United or some closer Carlisle United related news. And you've both sort of touched on the takeover a little bit already. And uh, yeah, it came out right at the start, uh, of, well, towards the end of last week, sorry, um, after we recorded the podcast, uh, the Carlisle Trust came out with a statement and they said that they believe that potentially some of the leaks that came out of the Supporters Trust meeting between the Pataiaks and the supporters trust might have led to this delay in the takeover um i want to i want to say that i don't think that that, that necessarily would be the case um, because the News and Star literally printed about like <laughs> 20 paragraphs yeah. worth of the context of the meeting itself and uh yeah, yeah literally got... like a nearly a transcript of the thing it was almost <laughs> word for word it yeah. was like word for word so while while they're saying oh no delay for a takeover and then they're just giving everyone else like the the two pence in as well um so i don't, I don't know it's a bit of a confusing a little bit of a confusing news story but uh something else that was involved and tangled up with the uh Carla united trust uh meeting and the the shareholding and the stakes in the club is the amount of seats that they have on the board and the fact that a couple of them seats are going up for grabs. There's a couple of people stepping down from their positions on the board at Carlisle United as part of the Carlisle United Trust members. Um, and the newspaper, I think, when I read the article, was a little bit misleading. It was a little bit sort of like Hollywood. It was sort of like fans can now step up and go and be on the board at Carlisle United. Like any sort of Tom, Dick and Harry can just sort of walk up and do it. You will have to win 
the vote of the supporters trust to be able to be a member of that boardroom so chances are it's going to go to somebody that's been a member of the supporters trust for a number of years but the news and star kind of like hollywoodized it a little bit and was like hey you there young carlisle fan uh you like carlisle don't you <laughs> this would be great what a dream you know <laughs> it's very clickbaity the article uh, so i just wanted to say that at least and you fell for it obviously <laughs> well i read it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely read it, mate. Yeah, I was like, oh, me? Me on the board? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself to be on the board, I'd <laughs> No, no, neither. No, no. I don't think anyone could trust me either. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm going to trust myself. Um, yeah, uh, but in in, in other uh, Carlisle United related news, which is also to do with the takeover, it's once again manager Paul Simpson came out in the press and has publicly urged once again to push forward this takeover. He said it's vital to the future of Carlisle United. So once again, the manager coming out publicly to support the takeover. He just wants it to be over. And I think, lads, a big reason is because he wants the impact of these investments to have an impact on this season um, and, and just sort of like just be able to do that, basically. So he seems to be pushing things along to 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 get the investment in as soon as possible so it can make an impact as soon as possible. And he obviously feels it's very, very close to happening. Uh, as always, we'll keep people up to date with everything we can uh, when it comes to the Calais United takeover. But um, it's, it's, it's a bit hard to get good information on unfortunately uh it's all like public statements and things very generic kind of like things so when you get a little bit of insight by all means let us know uh put it in the comment section if you know anything about the takeover that we don't know that'd be fun <laughs> uh lastly in carlisle united related news or uh close to lastly in carlisle united related news it's ex-blues news time jared branthwaite took part in the merseyside derby this past weekend and his good performance gained acclaim from Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp, which, uh, I mean, lads, it's been a while since we've been able to speculate around the valuation of a Jared Branthwaite, uh, but that adds at least five million uh, he's playing week in, <laughs> week out in the Premier League. Um, I mean, last time we were talking about the numbers, I think we were talking 15 to 20. Uh, very quickly off the top of your head, just for a bit of fun, Max, how much do you think Jared Branthwaite is worth right now? Thirty, especially million. after the tournament he had with the under twenty ones recently, I think that would have added some more into his valuation. But the English tax as well will all, will where have did, like a, an effect. Where did Harry Maguire come from before Man United? Leicester, Leicester, yeah. Leicester, and I'd say like you know that's probably a sim. I mean, not a similar team. He he, he did win the Premier League with Leicester, did he? No, no, no. no I'd say it is, it is a similar level to Everton. Yeah. And what was that? Eighty million for Maguire. Yeah, well, that's just Man United being stupid. It was no. Well, it was, they could it be was stupid it, again. It was probably worth <laughs> around forty million. Let's be honest. Like, just be stupid again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be stupid again, which is I, I'd go I'd go a lot higher than thirty. Uh, but Liam, I'm interested to hear what you think. I think it's probably a little bit higher than thirty as well. I think it's probably more about forty million uh, with that English tax. You know, is 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 at Everton, and if they go down, it'll go for a lot less. Yeah. But I think at the minute, he's worth about forty million. Yeah, I think there'll be add-ons to that as well. There'll be like you know, first England appearance. Yeah. Like I think like it'll be. You could get a transfer fee of like 35, 40 million, but that sucker will rise to like 50, 60. Like if he scores like five goals for England in two years and like all those rad little things that they put yeah. into these clauses. 
He's yeah, just like... signed a new a new deal as well, so that that'll add quite a bit on. I'd have, I'd have thought onto yeah. the valuation. Yeah, I, I I mean it'll have a lot. It'll have a lot to uh, strengthen Everton's position when they negotiate anyway. Yeah. So you'd imagine it's driven the price up. Did you ever watch the Merseyside derby? Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I hate the Merseyside really derby. Good. It's it's the worst derby ever. <laughs> I think it's so dead. <laughs> There's always a red card though, isn't there? And I think I yeah. think Jared was probably their man of the match. To be honest, he was really he was really really good. No, yeah, he, he was good. To be fair, pocketed Salah the whole game. <laughs> apart from Salah's two goals. Yeah, apart from. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all the game, almost all the game. Uh, but lastly, if you missed it at the end of last week's podcast, because I missed it all the way through last week's podcast, uh, the FA Cup draw uh, happened last week and uh, Cali United's <laughs> opponents are late Orient and it's away, I believe. Uh, so th- that sucks. Um, so <laughs> a bit of a nothing tie for us, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, that's everything for Carlisle United related news this week, gentlemen. And before we play the game with the longest name, it's time to hear a little word from our sponsors. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. All right, boys, it's time to play the game with the longest name, Carlisle United, FIFA, higher or lower, overall ratings related to a certain season. Let's play. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, boys. Uh, You did really well last week. And uh, obviously, we know the free bird rule is uh, you'll have one man left standing. But when there's only two of you playing, it's the outlaw rule, which means uh, everybody has to die for it to be over, unfortunately. Uh, So, uh, or fortunately, we'll see how we go. You've smashed through it last week. Uh, with the assistance of Wills, and we'll pick it up where we left last week. It's uh, it's at Jamie Proctor, and it was 64 rating uh, for people at home. I believe this is FIFA 17, if you want to play along at home. And uh, the next one on the list is one of my favourite names of all time, Alexander McQueen. (laughs) Oh, who's going first? Who's going first? Oh, yeah, Yeah. you're right, yeah. You're right. Um, Let's see. Right, I'm going to rate yours on your favourite flavour of crisps. Liam? Oh, uh, prawn cocktail. Prawn cocktail. Max? Cheese and onion. Cheese and onion? Oh, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. But I'm going to go with... Oh, they both make your breast stink. But I'm going to go with prawn (laughs) cocktail. I'm going to go with prawn cocktail. I like them both. Oh, that is... Liam, Liam, you're first. Controversial. It's controversial, yeah, definitely. It'll be, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a controversial one, but I like it. I like it. Uh, right, so Liam, you're going first this week. 
Okay. Um, Alexander McQueen. Alexander McQueen is lower. Lower than Jamie Proctor. You would be correct, sir. We're going to go straight over to Max. It's time for you to have a go. Alexander McQueen to Luke Joyce. Higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to go higher for Luke Joyce. And you'd be correct, sir. Well done. We're more than two-thirds through the squad now, and we're only on our second episode. From Luke Joyce to Sean Brisley. Sean Brisley is lower. Going to say Sean Brisley is lower than Luke Joyce. You're wrong, I'm afraid, Liam. Uh. You're wrong, and you're out. So, Max, you're playing... Outlaw rules, you're in it until you've won it or you've died, basically. So off we I know, go. Again. I know this one's lower. This has got to be lower. <laughs> you're quite confident that Sean Brisley. It, it was, I'm pretty rated. sure it was one of my clues in uh, guessing the player. He was the highest rated in FIFA 17. <laughs> 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 I'm going to look like such an idiot if this is wrong now. <laughs> Macaulay Gillespie. Lower. You're right, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, Jordan Holt after Ma- after Macaulay Gillespie. Jordan Holt currently playing at Carlisle City, who won in their FA Vars first round game on Saturday. Brilliant! Congratulations to Carlisle City, <laughs> <laughs> the the big rivals. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Gonna go lower. Gonna go lower for Jordan Holt. And you'd be correct. Well done. So it's a, it's a man of your own name, sir. Jordan Holt to Max Crockholm. Oh, was he, he was the keeper, wasn't he? He was. The New Zealander. Um, I'm going to go higher. And you'd be correct, mate. You've only got two left. And you could end this in two episodes. John O'Sullivan. John O'Sullivan scored a worldie in the playoff semi-final um, against Exeter. What a goal that was. I'm going to go higher. We're going higher. And we'd be correct. So no matter what happens, we've got through it. Can we end things on a good note this time, though? In two episodes, James Bailey. John O'Sullivan to James Bailey. Higher or lower? Ooh, I've never heard of James Bailey. Um, I'm going to go higher. Complete guess. You've got to go higher. You've gone for a Hail Mary guess. We're higher to end things on a high note. You've done it, mate. Well done. Get it. (laughs) There we go. You've done it in two episodes this week, lads. So I think I'm going to have to start making things a little bit harder. Um, When I was putting this one together, I have to admit, there's a lot of equal ratings. There's a lot of 63s. There's a lot of 60s. Yeah. yeah. You know? So yeah. we might have to evolve the game into, you know, maybe playing even Stevens as well. So it's like higher, lower, Ooh, or even That'll Stevens. be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll Just, be tricky. It will be a little be bit more tricky. tricky. But like, you know, we're only, we're only, what, how many games are we in? 14 games into this season. And we've already done three, <laughs> <laughs> three rounds of FIFA. So, uh, and there's not that many, uh, you know, left for us to go that Liam was alive for. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was.
was it this week, lads? Thanks very much for playing. It's always a pleasure to play uh, the game with the longest name. It's Carlisle United. FIFA, higher or lower, related to their overall rating to a certain year. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. Uh, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's great. It's got its own gimmick now, though. I like it. You know? <laughs> it's got its own gimmick. Now, maybe I can add things to it every week or something. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the season, it'll take half an hour to... So. <laughs> well like because next week it can't just be FIFA higher or lower so it's going to have to evolve a little bit next week at least so we'll see we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes but it's only it's only everyone's second favourite game anyway so uh, <laughs> we're, good, we're, we're, we're all feeling very good so I'm hoping we're going to be able to tackle this match report uh, and come out the other side of it still feeling uh, pretty good uh, and as I always do as we dive into the match report I'm going to give everyone the Carly United starting lineup for the past weekend's game which was against Portsmouth away. Uh, it featured. Oh, I, let me get it in front of me. <laughs> uh, Holy and Nets, back Lavelle, Mellish, and Armour across a back four with McCalmont, Guy, Moxon in a midfield three with Maguire, Garner, and Gibson playing together as a front three. Now, lads, it's the third game in succession that we've seen this formation and we've seen this start in 11, obviously going into a Tuesday night game against Burton Albion and then traveling another lengthy journey all the way to Cambridge on Saturday after this past weekend's long journey to Portsmouth. What kind of changes are you expecting to see uh, coming out of this? Because we, we've all agreed already, this is Carlisle United's, strongest lineup at the moment but I mean what kind of changes would we like to see going into the next game after I mean we all know what the score was after that result against Portsmouth uh, Liam? Uh, none no? none none at all Um, I, I suspect there'll maybe be a midfield signing on a free agent maybe put him onto the bench at some point You know, if, if that does happen but I wouldn't make any changes to the starting lineup. definitely not because look you know, there's not much more you could really do with the squad we had against Portsmouth. I don't think it was a thing of like uh, we had our better players on the bench or anything like that. I think there's not much more you can really do. But yeah, I think this is probably our strongest lineup, and I'd expect him to stick with it. Yeah, Max, would you expect to see any changes on Tuesday or Saturday? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect to. No, I mean, there's no reason to really, because um, by all accounts, it was a, it was a, de- a decent performance. So. I don't think he'll be um, rushing to make any massive changes. I think maybe Butterworth's um, done himself a credit, though. He seemed to have impressed. So yeah. whether he gets more minutes, um, I think that's the only massive change, but nothing to the starting 11, I don't think. Yeah, Another but... thing that you might have to consider is Joe Garner might not be able to play Saturday, Tuesday. So mm. if, we're, if we're going to have so many games in quick succession, maybe you do put Butterworth in for a game instead of... Uh, yeah. Garner maybe on Tuesday, but if if he's will if you know he's fit enough to play on Tuesday, I would I would I wouldn't drop him. Well, he's fit enough to play on Tuesday. He'd still give him like the 60, 70 minutes that he seems to be consistent. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah massively, massively. Uh, there was uh, another surprise change, um, but just to the bench where Gabriel Breeze stepped in to become Carlisle United's number two on the day. But it was obviously revealed that uh, Carlisle United's lone goalkeeper, Jockel Anderson, uh, was on international duty. So uh, therefore, he wasn't able to be involved uh, at Carlisle United. So he's expected to be back into squad contest 
attention uh, for the Tuesday night game against Burton Albion. Uh, but I'm sure that was a great experience for Gable Brees to once again be able to go uh, on an away day and experience some first team. I don't know, shenanigans, shenanigans. That's what we'll call them. We'll call them. We'll call them shenanigans. <laughs> um, lads, the uh, the performance on the day has been touted by a number of media sources as a battle and uh, a bit of a grind. And um, we we didn't get off to the best of starts. And unfortunately, though, you know the stats don't lie. Um, there's a bit of romanticism in football, and uh, when you break down the first half, Carlisle United were. Um, there wasn't much going on, you know. There just wasn't much being produced, uh, and and they, were, they they allowed Portsmouth to take hold of the ball quite a lot. Um, but is this maybe uh, nothing to be worried about when 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 a football team goes away from home for them to sit back and ask the other team to attack them, especially with a front three? Uh, you'd say you're pretty much geared up for that counter-attacking style. Um, so Liam, were you were you sort of uh, are you a little bit worried about the lack of creativity uh, at, at the moment? Yeah, well, it's it's been it's been our main problem all season, isn't it? That and sort of like creating the chances and scoring them is, it seems to be the problem. I don't think there's much wrong with our defence. Um, when he came on, maybe he's the answer. Um, he, he did really well in a sort of friendly game against Blackburn. He scored two and was involved in the first goal as well. So, you know, maybe maybe the answer's sitting on the bench or maybe it's something they need to look to in January. I don't, I don't think it's a system issue. I think that, you know, it's very much a personnel of we haven't really got the player to be up there scoring the goals or creating too many chances but yeah it, it is an issue but it's not really something we can do too much about at the minute now uh, obviously Carlisle United did have some chances Max and uh, Alfie McCalmon saw his shot painfully just drag wide of the post at one point in the second half um, but it was, it was in acres of space when he when he got there he was almost surprised about how much space he had but I mean for a number 10 that's the kind of position you want to see him in more often isn't it? Yeah I don't think he's ever been as attack minded really as a sort of a traditional number 10 but Yeah, it's just that straight second before he takes the shot, he kind of, I don't know whether he hesitates or whether he's sort of not expecting to actually have the ball, but, um, you know, you just you could just see that going the other way and him just taking the touch and smashing it in. So it's just, yeah, it's just that concentration, I think, uh, in the final third, which, like Liam said, all season really has been probably the reason why we're so far down, because uh, we haven't really been conceding many goals. Um, you know, we've been get, losing like 2-0, one nil stuff like that, and I, I was hoping Maguire was gonna sort of start scoring loads, but you never know. He's, he's I still think he's class, but just <laughs> hasn't got his shooting head on yet. He's starting to frustrate me a little bit, Maguire. You know, because I think he he dropped his head drops too much, like, and I don't mm. think he puts in the hard yards that even like you know an, an older player like Joe Garner does. I don't think he because I was with you for a long time where I thought that he would be the answer, and I thought he was top class and everything but I just don't think he puts in the effort that some other players do like like Joe yeah. Garner it might be true I mean he, he has only signed a one year deal hasn't he so I, th- I don't know whether he's using Carlisle as like a bit of a, a gap filler um, hopefully yeah, but not I, but, but at the same time that could also that should serve as motivation to go on yeah. and, and, and earn the move to a bigger club that he obviously thinks he's uh, going up to he, he reminds me a little bit of Zach Clough 
in a way, where mm. is, yeah. is this sort of short centre-forward that we've got that maybe thinks he's a little bit too good to be there and, and doesn't seem to put in the effort that some other players do up top. But, but you could you can still see he has a lot of quality about him. Yeah, I still I, I still am a fan of him. Uh, he hasn't been with us for that long, really. So, and you know, from what, from what I've seen him during games, he, he he has got that class. So, I just I just hope it comes together a bit more with him uh, as time goes on. Yeah, 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 yeah massively. Um, now, obviously, uh, Carlisle United's the the goal that went in for Portsmouth that that left Carlisle United on the wrong side of a one nil uh, defeat unfortunately it came very very late on in the game it was through a corner as well and uh, I have to say lads I absolutely love watching Paul Simpson's interviews at the moment um, I, I had a little <laughs> look on YouTube and his reaction to the to to what happened was was absolutely fantastic and 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 then I looked at the figures as well the uh, the highlight figures it was like one point seven a thousand and uh, the match uh, interview with Paul Simpson had had like nearly six thousand views. So it just shows you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just shows you what people are interested uh, in 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 listening to and hearing. Um, and 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 Simpson's reaction was fantastic because the guy uh, asked him basically he was sort of like, um, oh, what did he say? What did he say? And Simo just said like, no. Um, you, yeah, you, I know. What I know what you was, mean, like a, was, was it a lapse? That's it. The, the guy said, was it a lapse in concentration? Lapse in concentration. Yeah. And Simo said, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Like disagreed, <laughs> like, disagreed with him. He said like, uh, you know, it was. They they did everything that was asked of them. Basically, he defended his players. He said they did everything that was asked yeah. of them. Um, the player that went through the back of, I think he might have said Jack Armour or something um yeah. he'd never yeah. said that he fouled jack armor but he said maybe he was a bit more forceful than they were expecting him to be he got himself yeah. on the right side of jack armor there's nothing that the jack armor could probably do about it um and 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 it was it was a well well taken set piece basically you know and uh, he defended it, all of his players and it was fantastic uh, uh, to hear and uh, I don't think you can really add anything more to that necessarily um, <laughs> I, I completely agree with Paul Simpson it, it's just a really well worked set piece and I don't think there's any individual player really that you can blame for it they, they did everything that was asked of them in the way that they set up for the corner uh, the positioning of every player defending the corner so yeah um, I just want to say hats off to Simo basically for defending uh, his players um, yeah. and and I feel like that's a that's a nicer note to to sort of like end the match report on so we can move <laughs> on and hear some match reactions uh so uh, lads obviously you 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 farm match reactions from your social media uh pages and uh max uh, you've got a couple of match reactions for us Liam have you got a few this week one this week I've got one from an opposition fan same all as right. last week all right that's fun we'll let Max we'll let Max go first again yeah, so firstly, um, Jamie got in touch and said, very unlucky not to come away with a point against a difficult outfit, um, but means tomorrow's game is a must-win. Uh, yeah, that's something I agree with him on, uh, tomorrow's game. I mean, the more we lose, the more sort of important the next game becomes, especially against the likes of um, Burton. Because um, obviously you, you mentioned it earlier about how important the games are against the teams that are sort of around us and that we're expecting to be around us come the end of the season. Um, Ellie, Ellie as well um, sent me a message saying we had a few good chances, but we weren't good enough this time. Um, played well, just need to keep keep trying to get another win. Um, oh, Claire, Rock- yeah. <laughs> 
Claire Robinson as well um, said we didn't deserve the defeat and she's looking forward to Tuesday night. Come on, you blues. <laughs> Come on, you blues. <laughs> well, thanks very much. Thanks very much. Uh, but Liam, you said uh, you've, you've got uh, opposition comment again. You know, you need to turn the comments off sometimes. It's not very nice, right? <laughs> well, no, to be fair, uh, Craig Oliver here has been actually quite complimentary to Carlisle in a bit of a essays written me uh but i think it is worth reading he, he says you guys were very unlucky yesterday you managed the game well and you should probably feel disappointed not to have been the first team to beat us this season but fratton park is fratton park we call it our fortress for a reason even mm-hmm. when we're second best you should never write us off at home a bit more ruthless in front of goal and you guys were going home with at least a point today if not all three but we showed why we why we are where we are this team does not stop. They don't give up. The difference today was quality in front of goal. When you have defenders who can pop up at 90 plus three and save the day at nil-nil, you will always believe that you can rob all three points of the death. And I feel sorry for you guys because that's what happened. We robbed you. It was a great game. Your fans were fantastic, represented you and had a great account of themselves. Didn't stop singing all game. So a nice comment from uh, from our opposition yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, it's nice, it's nice. And uh, I feel like everyone's pretty much summed up pretty well, you know. There's not a lot you can really say about it. It was, again, unlucky, <laughs> last minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, Fair there's... play to the um, fans that travelled as well. Everything I've heard, it's been, like, really good. Um, from, like, from opposition fans and from things that I've seen um, from Carlisle fans as well. So, yeah, fair play to everyone that went down. Yeah, like nearly 700, apparently. Uh, that's a long way yeah. to go. That is a long way oh, to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. massively. Great effort. Fantastic effort uh, for the away. Blues, uh, lads, it's time to reveal your Foxes featuring Man of the Match. And uh, Will is on a hiatus, and he hasn't uh, recorded us anything. Boo. <laughs> um, so he's well and truly on holiday. Uh, so yeah, it's just over to us basically uh, to give some man of the matches. It, you know, it was a hard fought game. Uh, the defensive line for me did really well to shut out uh, the opposition, and uh, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to find a better man of the match uh, to somebody I've never given a man of the match to before. It's uh, it's 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 John Mellish. Well, I've given it to him like not not this season. I'm gonna give it to John Mellish. Uh, for me, uh, he, he 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 did really well in that defensive line. He seems to be stepping up and and uh, really getting himself about um, and becoming a really good centre back. And and he adds a lot to the team just as a centre back. I think like a lot of Carlisle fans were maybe worried at first uh, when he was going to be relied upon to sit back and play as a defender as part of a back four. And I think he's done fantastically well. And uh, he was unfortunate not to get a clean sheet uh, against top of the league Portsmouth. Uh, Max, yeah, for me, it's I'm going to go with Sam Lavelle. Um, just because I was listening to it on uh, BBC Radio Cumbria, and he kept getting mentioned. Uh, in a positive light, so I will give it to Sam Lavelle. Yeah, I almost gave it to Sam Lavelle. I can understand why. Liam? Yeah, again, between the two, I think Sam Lavelle played really well. Uh, he, he'll be he'll be, he'll, he'll be mine this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, fair enough, lads. It's uh, two for Sam Lavelle this week, and it was a really good performance. I can't really argue too much with you. Uh, I just feel like his defensive partner deserved a good shout, a good mention. Uh, lads, we're looking yeah, it was ahead. between the two. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're looking ahead to next weekend's opposition. Obviously, we know we're playing against Burton uh, on on well tomorrow night, basically when we're recording this. But uh, we're looking ahead to next weekend's opponents. It's Cambridge. It's away. Um, they're around us. I want us to win. I want us to win every game. Uh, I'd like to see some lads turn on the goal sprinklers and. Uh, bag a few so I'd like to see Maguire get two uh, and I'd like to see Gibbo at least get on the score sheet as well and I'd like to see Mox on the score sheet I'm going to say it's actually going to be 4-0 to Carlisle at Cambridge <laughs> uh, that's my big bold claim and uh, Liam what, what are you going to predict? Um, I'm not going to be quite that confident um, I think it's going to it's going to 2-1 scrappy win written all over it you know like them kind of relegation battling teams but I think I think we'll come away with the three points yeah <laughs> three ones still pretty uh, still pretty two one. two one two is. one sorry two one still really positive Max yeah uh, two nil I think oh clean sheet nice yeah yeah who's your goal scorers um ooh Gibson and Lavelle okay ooh. okay a set piece from Lavelle Spicy. Oh, <laughs> my raw did run for no reason. <laughs> Ended in a bicy top corner. I mean, it'd be beautiful to see. It'd be beautiful to see. Lads, um, you know, it's almost the end of the show, but it's time to play everybody's favourite yeah. game. That's right, boys. Time guessing for guessing the player. player. I'm back in the ring. I'm getting oh, back in. Getting back on the pitch. That's right. And uh, I've got myself some uh, top of the table. Oh no, I haven't actually. It's a uh, second in the. T- no, wait, oh, yeah, Matt, where are you now, Liam? I thought I was playing. Match. I've dropped right down. <laughs> I had a good start. I haven't won since. I yeah, think, that's, I think right. that's right. I've got a chance to overtake you as well. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, last week, Max, you uh, you, you ended uh, a, a superior run of form uh, with now five points on the board when you added an extra point last week on guessing the player when you played against Will. Uh, this week, you are turning clue guide and it is the turn of myself. I'm the home team. I'll be going first against Mr. Liam. That's right, and uh, I'm bottom of the table. I'm not doing very well, to be honest. I was just happy to get a point on the board when I got a point on the board, and uh, but now I've got a really good which was against me. <laughs> it was, it was. So I'm hoping it's going to be a good omen. Um, and uh, yeah, it's time for me and you to face off once more uh, in guessing the player. But Liam, how are you feeling about it? Uh, nervous, you know, Derby Day, the Liam Derby. You know, it, it's, it's always a tough game, no matter where we are in the table, but. It feels a bit like the Carlisle Cambridge match, a little bit of a relegation scrap. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to duke it out down here at the bottom end of the table. But just to <laughs> remind people, you're not actually doing that badly. You know, yourself and Wills are both in second position with two points. Myself and bottom of the table with one point. Max soaring away into the lead with five points. But, uh, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for people to claw things back as we play guessing the player. Max, you're the clue guide this week. As I've already said, I'm the home team, so I'll be going first. It's time to play guessing the player. Right, so first clue. Um, after being released in 2018, this player joined Cambridge and he made 72 appearances for Carl United. Cambridge. Um, 
I don't know. I've got a complete guess. I'm just going to fire off Mike Jones. Incorrect. Unfortunately. I think I, think I know this. I think I know this. Oh, oh no way! A th- a th- a I was, was going to mention him when we started talking about the Cambridge match before. Uh, is it Reggie Lamb? That is correct. There we go. <laughs> and can I just say, the reason I know that is because when they played us in 2018, I met the Cambridge team in the service station on the way back. Was <laughs> Reggie one of them? And Reggie was one of them that I met there, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it's helped you. Update the league it table. Has. Update the league table. There's now Liam and Max, a joint top of the table. Uh, both with five points each and uh, it's an exciting way uh, to end the podcast as the title is not necessarily a foregone runaway conclusion gentlemen as always it's an absolute pleasure uh, to do the blue army podcast with you uh, next week it's going to be more of the same will's going to be on a hiatus uh, so uh, yeah you know it's been a pleasure and there isn't really anything else left for us to do apart from saying Bye for now. Bye for now. In a bit. In a bit. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.